Well, thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconato Podcast, otherwise known as The Remnant. My name is Pastor Todd Coconato. I want to welcome the Remnant Warriors. Welcome Gideon's 300 to this edition of the podcast, the 427-21 edition. Hey, listen, guys, thank you so much for all your emails, all your posts, everything that you do to give us encouragement here at the broadcast and at the ministry. It just means the absolute world to me. Uh, I can't tell you how much it means. And so I just want to make sure I always thank you because it's it's you. You're the reason why we're able to do what we do here. And uh, we do a lot of different things. Sometimes it's kind of hard to explain. You know, I'll go to a trade show or, you know, some type of conference or something. And people say, well, what do you do? People that don't know me. And it's like so hard to explain. Well, we got Remnant News where we do uh, news from a biblical worldview and we try to put out stories that the other fake news media will not cover. We have the Remnant Podcast Network where we're posting videos. We have uh, the daily podcast called The Remnant uh, with Pastor Todd. And of course, we have the ministry where we're doing many different things all around the country. And uh, so it's just so hard to explain all the different things that we're doing. Of course, then there's the Religious Liberty Coalition, which is a coalition of like-minded churches. And by the way, we are putting together the Remnant Church List. And I know many of you are saying, whatever happened to that? No, we're doing it. We're still working on that behind the scenes. But, uh, you know, there's been a couple of things that we've been working on. If you haven't been (laughs) paying attention, it's kind of busy over here. Uh, We've been fighting for election integrity. We've been talking to people in government. We've been doing all different types of things behind the scenes to make uh, to push back. We are the we're on the ground. We're the grassroots effort. You hear you hear uh, grassroots effort in in this place or grassroots effort. Well, we're those people. We're the people that do the grassroots effort. So you better believe that our days are action packed every day. I'm not saying they're like super glamorous. But we are busy, and we are, we are never, I'm never just lounging. If you picture somebody lounging by a pool, yeah, that's not me. And my wife would absolutely concur with that. Not me. I am uh, busy until the wee hours of the night every single day. In fact, I need to probably spend more time uh, with the fam, just to be quite honest with you guys, uh, and I, I really do. Uh, but we've just been absolutely swamped because there's so much work to be done. And uh, this has been uh, just the effort of a lifetime. I'll tell you, I pastored a church for many, many years, and uh, and and this this is actually harder work than that. If you know how hard of work pastoring is, if you're really shepherding a flock, I'll tell you, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you're constantly mentoring people and speaking with people and meeting with people and on phone calls and you know delivering people from all different types of things mentoring I think I mentioned that but 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 I'll tell you this is even uh, I would I would dare to say this is a little more crazy <laughs> I guess um, than than pastoring and I am still pastoring by the way but but you know what I mean because it, it is it is just such an, such an unprecedented time in our nation, in our world, and the conversations that we have and the meetings that we have, they're unprecedented. So let's go through some of today's news here at the Remnant News, and then we're going to get into some other stuff. I'm actually excited about this week. We're calling it Great Awakening Week because many people are awakening all around the world. I I mentioned this, and I'll mention it again. Uh, You know, what's happening is, is, is that people that used to attack me, they used to say, he's a conspiracy theorist, or he's crazy, or he's radical, or blah, 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 whatever they said, right? Well, now they're reaching out, and I'm finding this more and more often. They're reaching out, hey, Pastor Todd, uh, you know, I got a question for you, you know? And I'm like, wait, isn't that the guy that used to, yeah, that's the guy. But here's the thing, I forgive that person. I forgive them, and I don't mind, because you know what, welcome, I always say, welcome to the party, I'm glad you're finally awake, and let's do this, Let's. we have work to be done. 
And so there is a great awakening. We're going to talk about that in a later part of the show. Uh, but I have to tell you, so uh, apparently in Arizona, let's go right over to Arizona because many people are asking me about Arizona. So the consulting firm hired by the Republican-led Senate in Arizona uh, to conduct an audit of the 2020 election in Maricopa County is also set to play a role in a lawsuit in Michigan. Yes, a judge in the ever-expanding Michigan case which is also focused on the 2020 election, said on Monday that the Florida-based Cyber Ninjas will be allowed to offer a rebuttal to a report that uh, reaffirmed that human error, not Dominion Voting Systems machine software, led to early tabulation errors in Antrim County. The plaintiff's expert witness, quote-unquote, listed, uh, submitted to the Antrim County Circuit Judge Kevin uh, Elsenheimer for responding to an analysis by J. Alex Handelman, a professor of computer science and engineering at the University of Michigan, has released uh, by the Michigan Department of State. That's that's who's releasing this. Specifically names Cyber Ninjas owner Doug Logan, who has promoted allegations of voter fraud on social media. In the face of critics who claim Maricopa County audit is being conducted by quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, Logan has insisted that his personal views are irrelevant in the audit. Well, you know what? I'm so happy that this gentleman, Doug Logan from Cyber Ninjas, is involved. He's not a conspiracy theorist. Come on with this nonsense, conspiracy theorist. I'm going to stand with Doug Logan and the Cyber Ninjas because you know what? They are fighting for truth. This is a talk about a grassroots effort. Here we go. Maricopa County, these are patriots, I know some of them, that are standing in the gap and that say, wait a minute, something isn't right here, and they raise this money, and they're conducting this audit, and it is ground zero right now in what's going on. This is amazing, friends. How many months? We're in, in, in April. We're about to be in May 2021. The fraudulent president, I don't even call him president because he's a fraud, Joe Biden, has been presiding supposedly in the White House. I don't think he is. I don't really know where he's presiding. You see such little activity. My friend lives like right next to the, the White House area in, in D.C. and he takes pictures all the time. It's like dead. But regardless, let's just say that he is living there. Let's say that he's residing there. Okay, we, we, we believe it. The guy, we know what's happened here. And, and, and people say, stop talking about the election, Pastor Todd. Move on. Well, I will move on when we see justice. I will move on because here's the thing. People say to me all the time, do you think the prophets got it wrong? You know, and then they bring up the whole QAnon thing and all that. And I just tell them, listen, here's my thing with QAnon. It's not a prophet. I don't know what QAnon is. I don't know who Q is. It's not QAnon, by the way. It's Q. The Anons are the people that respond to Q, just so you know. Uh, but I don't follow Q. First of all, Q hasn't posted anything in ages. Q's not a prophet, as far as I'm concerned. But use discernment and ask the Holy Spirit and do your own research and go to the source documents. And that way, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, you know, before the Lord, they can't accuse us, right? We're just, we're just speaking truth. And that's what we do. We're not conspiracy. I'm so tired of this term that was created by the CIA, by the way. Look into it. They created the term. It's a weaponized term, conspiracy theorists. What it's meant to do is anybody who speaks truth or who goes outside of the mainstream corporate media, we already know they're the cabal now. It's all coming out. Operation Mockingbird, look into it, Church Commission, where they admittedly said that they have operatives from the CIA in the mainstream corporate media. Well, of course they do. They're spoon-feeding the narrative to these people, and that's why uh, Ron Paul just came out with a, with a study which shows, uh, I don't know that he conducted it, but he was posting about it. He says that the, the trust for the mainstream media is at an all-time low, or at least uh, you know very, very low compared to where it's been historically. 
People don't trust the mainstream corporate media anymore. They just don't, and I don't blame them. Talk about conspiracy. Let's just turn this little thing around here. Let's just point the finger. You know, they're pointing the finger at us. Let's turn that little finger around. Who's come out with the conspiracy theories in the last couple of years? Russian collusion, delusion. That was a conspiracy theory. Didn't pan out, did it? You know, now they're coming out with stuff about Seth Rich. Well, who's been telling you the truth about Seth Rich for how many years now? Gosh, I can't even count. Ever since it happened. You know, we've been covering some of these stories, and now, just now, many, many years later, some of this stuff is coming up. Well, that's always what happens, friends. If you study the Gulf of Tonkin, if you study all these things historically, they call conspiracy, conspiracy, JFK, all the things about him. We still haven't gotten the full truth about JFK. And I'm not going to get into every conspiracy theory. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is people that are researchers that want to know the truth, that want to understand what's actually happening in our world. What's happening? This is the Great Awakening, by the way. What's happening? People are starting to not believe the mainstream media because they have a horrible track record. Why didn't people watch the Oscars this year? Because people are sick of cabal. You know, these people that have literally given their lives over, they sold their souls to evil. That's, that's me saying it nicely. And, and all of a sudden, you know, we're, we're supposed to watch them and care about what they think politically. And, and they're going to, you know, preach to a preacher who knows the word of God. They're going to tell me what, what's morality. They're going to tell me what gender this person is when it's clear. They say trust the science on one thing, but then science clearly says there's only two genders. <laughs> Maybe there's hermaphrodites. Okay, I'll give them that. But come on, 36 or whatever they're trying to peddle to us now, and that we're supposed to trust that? Why? Why? Who said that? Where did that come from? You know, they tell us it came from a Big Bang. Well, where's your proof? Where, where, who, who created the Big Bang? I mean, their, their story is being, you know, absolute holes in their story like we've never seen. It's, it's literally like a Swiss cheese at this point. It's total lies. And, and many people have bought into this, unfortunately, because the universities have been spewing propaganda and teaching our young people that this is the reality of the world when it's not. And the church, what they do, they retracted and, and started being silent. Talking, I don't even know what they were doing for 20 or 30 years. I mean, I guess we all do because we were there, right? But I mean, gosh, they were. what were they even doing? They certainly weren't warning society about the great dangers that were headed our way that we're now dealing with. And so thank God for the remnant and the black robe regiment pastors, those that are willing to stand for righteousness, and you, the remnant warriors. Thank God that finally... You know, we're, our voice is louder and people are starting to, you know, that's why the show keeps growing. And I said it yesterday, but why? Because people find the show and they say, oh, wow, this person's talking the truth. This is the stuff that I was thinking, but didn't know anybody was talking about. It. Well, here we go. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so thankful that we found each other. I humbly say that to you. This is not about me. The re- Let me just tell you real quick why the show's called the Todd Coconato Show, just so you know, because that can be a little deceiving. It used to be called the Remnant News, and it was just that, the Remnant News, and I, people would, you know, I'd see them everywhere, and I'd tell them, you know, the podcast is called the Remnant News, and then they'd search for it, and they couldn't find it, and they couldn't find it, and they'd, and they'd tell me, well, I looked for your podcast, and I couldn't find it, and so finally, what I just said is, you know, I'm going to make this really simple. They know my name. Just come to my website, toddcoconato.com, very easy, and then you'll find the podcast, and so I changed it to the Todd Coconato Show, the Remnant. Why did I do that? Because now they can find the show. They just Google it or whatever. You know, I, I highly recommend not to use Google, but many people still do. But that's how they find the show. So that's why it's called it. It's not about me, though, and I want to make sure I make that abundantly clear. This is about a move of God. It, it goes far be, before me, and I'm just uh, one of the many, many, many voices out there. Thank God there's more uh, that have been sowing the seed and praying and interceding for this nation 
to come back to Jesus Christ, to come back to the word of God, to come back to our first love. That's our clarion call. That's what we're saying. Repentance, the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary. You know, we're just going back to the basics of, of, of Christianity, of what the Bible says, followers of the way we believe. In fact, I, I was just, somebody asked me to put together what we believe. You know, what do you believe, Pastor Todd? What's the core? And I know many people have done this. They put together, you know, what, what we believe as Christians. But I'll just tell you, I put something together today. I think I should read it because this is, this is really what we believe. We believe the Bible uh, to be the inspired, the infallible, the authoritative word of God. Okay, I don't think any of you are going to disagree with me on that, right? We believe there's one God. The Bible says, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. We believe there's one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, eternally existent in three persons. I know there's a little bit of variance here in Christian doctrine, but, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I think we can all agree on that, right? There's Trinitarian, and then there's uh, certain people that are more oneness. I understand the different, you know, apostolic. Trust me, I studied all the different uh, views, but I think we can all agree that there's a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Do you agree with that? The Bible says that. Uh, we believe in the deity of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, here's the thing. He was born of a virgin, the Virgin Mary. He's sinless in his life. He, he, while he was fully God and fully man, he's sinless. He never committed a sin. And he did miracles. And, um, you know, uh, through the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross of Calvary, and then he resurrected and then he ascended to the right hand of the Father and, and in his, his personal return in power and glory. The Bible says he sits at the right hand of the Father. Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. We believe that for salvation of the lost and sinful man, uh, re- regeneration of the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential. Uh, a person has to come to Christ. They have to accept Jesus in their heart as Lord and Savior. Jesus is the only way to the Father is through the Son. That's what the Bible says. That's what we believe. We believe in the present ministry of the Holy Spirit by whose indwelling the Christian is enabled to live a godly life. We're led by the Holy Spirit that lives in us, that gives us wisdom. I always say, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. Ask the Holy Spirit for discernment. You know, don't trust me. Ask the Holy Spirit. Is this minister, is this pastor preaching the truth? Is what he's saying true? Can I trust him? And use discernment, use wisdom. Um, We believe in the resurrection of both the saved and the lost. Here's the thing. Someday we're all going to stand before the throne of glory. Um, Those that are saved unto the resurrection of life, that uh, they're going to live forever and rule and reign with Jesus Christ. Those that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior into their heart, that have repented of sin and unrighteousness. They're going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. We're going to rule and reign. But those that are lost, that have rejected Christ, that have rejected the message of the Word of God, that have rejected, that have not repented, are going to live in eternal damnation. It's pretty crazy. That's what this whole thing is about. The whole thing that we're seeing here on earth is about our soul and where we're going to spend eternity. And so we believe in the spiritual unity of believers in our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That means that we believe that those that are in Christ, that have accepted him as Lord and Savior, they're brethren. They're brethren. And we're supposed to be united as a body. And there's a lot of division. The Bible says a house divided against itself cannot stand. I had a woman today that told me she's going to stop listening. She's been listening to the podcast every day, or maybe at least a lot. I don't know every day. But, you know, recently been listening a lot. But she's not going to listen anymore because during one podcast, I mentioned that uh, I was reading from the, the old King James Version. I might not have said old. I'm not sure. And, uh, and so she thought I was saying that I don't, I don't want to listen, or, you know, read from the King James Version. That's not true. That's not what I was saying. But please do me a favor. 
This is a live broadcast, by the way. I sit in a studio. It's live. I say a lot of stuff. I'm sitting here talking into a microphone. I may make a mistake once in a while. I, I, I definitely say that I am not perfect. But, you know, we're trying over here. We're doing our best to serve the Lord, to, to do what we're called to do, to stand for righteousness in this hour. But, hey, reach out to me. You know, you don't have to be mean about it, but just say, hey, Pastor Todd, I heard that you said something about the King James Version, and I just wanted to ask what you meant by that. And I would be glad to let you know my thoughts. Uh, we also believe that God created man and women, uh, and marriage is only between one man and one woman. Bingo. Boom. That's it. We believe the United States was founded as a Christian nation. These are all facts and true and in accordance to the word of God. This, this is what I wrote to somebody today who asked me what our statement of faith is. And of course, there's many more things that we could mention, uh, but I think that's at least a good start. So that's what we do here at The Remnant is we stand for truth, we stand for righteousness, we stand for the word of God, we have conversations that maybe some are not willing to do. So anyways, I'm excited about this stuff that's going on in Arizona, and I'm excited that it's expanding to other states. Uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, it looks like it's headed to Antrim County now, and maybe we're going to finally, I don't know, maybe we're going to finally see some uh, some justice here. I mean, that's what we've been praying. What, what have we been praying, Saints? You remember? What's been done in darkness will be brought to the light. What have I told people? I said, you know what? I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I see certain things. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes months, but sometimes very, very often it takes years uh, for things to come out. And, and what we do is we're dedicated to truth. We don't always get 100% right, but we definitely try our best to use wisdom and discernment and, and follow the facts. And that's what we're doing. And so the deal is, is, is that if we report something, it may not, friends, be reported on the mainstream corporate media. There's a good chance it won't. Because they're they're doing it. They have another agenda. Their agenda is globalism. Their agenda is deep state. Their agenda is mockingbird media. What are they trying to do? They're trying to accomplish a one world global government. They're trying to confuse and disenfranchise us and divide us. Think about their agendas, right? So this is why people are waking up because you got a little more understanding than that, right? And and maybe God downloaded something special to you and, and us remnant warriors. Could be. Could be that he's chose to just wake up some of us. I'm not sure. But, but, you know, for those of you that are willing to research, those of you that have looked into this stuff and you're saying, yeah, this just doesn't make sense. There's something more to this. This doesn't make sense to me. And then you hear about Bill Gates. You know, he's out there buying the farms up. Why is he doing that? And all of a sudden you hear that Biden says, uh, you know, he doesn't really want us eating meat. You know, they're trying to restrict the amount of meat we eat. Well, wait a minute. What? <laughs> I like me a good burger. Come on. Are you telling me now, now they're going to try to go after the burgers consumption? And the meat can say, well, yeah, because that's what communism is, friends. And so maybe it's the burger that wakes you up. I don't know. Maybe it's the mask mandates that woke you up. Maybe it's COVID-19 that woke you up. Maybe it's the censorship that woke you up. Maybe it's the infringement on religious liberties and freedoms that woke you up. And there's so many more things. Abortion on demand, um, infanticide, all of it's evil. And they're going to say, oh, Pastor Todd, he says it's, it's demonic. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, it is. And so I'm going to speak the truth. And if they come after me more, then so be it, friends. You know what? So be it. God has raised me up. He's raised you up for a time as this, to be remnant warriors. So you know what? I'm just tired of it. You know, fear, forget about it, okay? Forget about fear. Be bold. Don't be foolish. Don't be foolish, but be bold and, and, and unafraid because God is with us. And that's why I believe, and you know what? In faith, we've been praying that these things come out, and I've stood by this. 
Many people have tried to pressure me and told me to back down or to stop or move on past the election. You got to move on past the election, Pastor Todd. No, because there was a crime committed. There was a crime committed and it's affected the whole world. And I'm so saddened that there's a few people, only a few that have been willing to stand. My goodness. I mean, now we understand how countries fall. Well, now we get it because so many people are willing to just surrender so quickly, just surrender. No, I'm not going to just surrender my country that I love, that I know was founded on biblical principles and values, and that they're trying to change the history and lie about it and, and erase things. No, this is what they've done in other communist revolutions. No, we're not going to just go down. We're not going to do that. We're going to stand. We're going to stand. And that that has a cost. Yes, I know it does. Thank you to those who are willing to stand with us. What have they tried to do? They've tried to shut down my finances. I, yes, me and many others. But that's why I talk about it, because, you know, it's real. <laughs> Thank you to those that stand with us. It's the only way we're able to do what we do. And honestly, we, we get by, but we, we definitely would, you know, we need to do more. But there's a lot of stuff uh, that's going on. Listen, BLM is out there. They're saying that Biden's time is up. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, whose uh, ring Biden has uh, been kissing for years, has accused him of terrorizing their neighborhoods more than Trump. Can you imagine this? Biden's first hundred days are up in 10 days. And uh, by then, we need to end, um, we need him to end 1033, which transfers military equipment into the hands of police across the country. This is what they're saying, including school uh, and campus police. Another example, they say, you see the military out on your streets ahead of the uh, Chauvin verdict, Black Lives Matter said on its Twitter page. So basically, they're saying, uh, you know, Biden is being too tough. I don't know. Kind of ridiculous, but this is what they, you know, they're claiming because they're trying to push these. The, listen, we already know by, uh, Black Lives Matter. We all agree. Every one of you and I, all, we all agree Black Lives Matter. We do. But the organization, which we have uncovered from the beginning, it, what, you know, what did they say on their website? They're Marxist. They're, they're, their founders have literally, and by the way, she's bought like four houses, and they try to suppress that story on, on social media. They don't want anybody reporting on that stuff, but this woman's bought like four homes, and they're not cheap homes, by the way. So apparently she's doing pretty well. And now they're turning on Biden. Well, they're not really turning on Biden. What they're saying is, is that, hey, listen, you know, you better you better bow down, Biden. You better continue on with your radical agenda because we want it even more radical. That's what they're really saying. Don't look at Biden like he's doing something good here. He's not. He's just uh, he's just being pushed by the radical arm of the leftists, which are the communists. And we already know this. So this is what they're going to do. They're never going to give up. They're never going to stop. And that's why the patriots and the Christians and the pastors need to talk about these things again. Black Lives Matter, of course they do. But the organization, you know, it's against the nuclear family. Have you read that? They took down some of the stuff on their website. What did they say? They support trans and they just said all this stuff. And then they started taking stuff down when people like me were outing it. But we know that they've got millions and millions of dollars in funding to push this radical agenda. Most of it funded by, a lot of it funded by Soros and his organizations. And and so th this is another reason why people are waking up because they're saying, listen, we're not racist. We're not against any particular person. I'm not against a, a person because of their color, their skin. What do we say? We believe what Martin Luther King said, to, to judge people not by the, the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That's how we look at people. And by merit, what happened to that? When I got into the job force many years ago, you know, people, what would they do? They'd maybe do a background check, right? Maybe a drug test. They didn't say, are you white? Are you black? You know, what skin color are you? And then they don't hire you because of your skin color. That's racism. They're trying to turn around things right now. It's so ridiculous that we're allowing this. And these corporations are so guilty. These woke corporations, they're woke. 
We need to make the woke go broke. If they want to be woke, I'm not going to shop there. That's it. We can't continue to give our money to these companies that literally hate Christians. How can we do that? We can't. So we're going to continue to hold these corporations accountable and, uh, and, and you know, trying to get more and more people to see that, hey, maybe you shouldn't be going to Starbucks because, uh, by the way, they're, they're funding Planned Parenthood. And, and you know, just it's just ridiculous. Um, so Tucker Carlson got the most watched cable news in April. Good for him. Uh, you know, I, I was disappointed. I'll continue to tell you guys. I was disappointed that Tucker didn't, you know, report more on the election fraud that took place and the and the massive steal and coup attempt. Well, actually, it's a coup. It's not a coup attempt. They've they've successfully initiated a coup. Now we believe we're going to take back the country uh, as all this stuff starts to come out here. Mike Lindell seems to be very, um, uh, what's the word? Very confident that uh, President Trump's going to be back in office. He's saying by uh, by August. So hey, you you wanna you wanna get some good news and some hopium? <laughs> I don't give you hopium, but I guess Mike Lindell's giving you. Maybe we'll just call it hope. You know, I don't want to say that it's fake, but uh, he's he's saying that. Uh, hey, listen, I love Mike Lindell. I appreciate. It. In fact, let me let me give a plug for Mike Lindell right now. If you listen to the Remnant News and uh, you want to support both Mike Lindell and us a little bit, uh, you can buy something from MyPillow.com and use the promo code. R-M-N-T in capital letters, R-M-N-T, put that promo code in, or in lowercase letters, just use the promo code REMNANT in all lowercase, and you'll get 60 to 65% off of all product on MyPillow.com. You also help fund the operations. So uh, listen, I'm all about Mike Lindell. I appreciate him. He is a patriot. Listen, I walked in, you guys, I, I don't know if you remember the story, but I walked into uh, the big room where Trump was speaking at CPAC with Mike Lindell. And I have to tell you, it's something I'll never forget in my life. I walked in and it was like the whole room just, woo, everybody stood up. If you were there, you know what I'm talking about. It was like Trump walked in. I mean, it was amazing. People were like just so excited to see Mr. Lindell. And uh, he's a patriot. They love him. And uh, I really think God has his hand on that man's life. And so that's why I'm, I'm happy to uh, support his efforts as well and stand with him. And, and we've definitely crossed paths several times. Uh, but great guy and uh, love what he's doing. And, and listen, he put out that second documentary. If you haven't seen it yet, Absolute Interference, uh, we put it up uh, the other day on the podcast. You can actually watch it right here on the podcast. Uh, it's about four or five shows down from this one. And, uh, you know, watch that, be informed and see what's going on. And I think every I think almost everybody in this audience believes that the election was stolen. I think you all believe that. But the question is, you know, that where we kind of differ is that some people have kind of given up where other people are still uh, praying and interceding. I, per, per, you know, particularly am on the side of praying and interceding for our nation because I just believe God's not done with America. And I don't think, we, you know, God's going to allow us to become a communist country because there's a righteous remnant that's praying and interceding. But we can't stop. We're going to fight this battle and win this battle on our knees, friends. And that's the truth. And, uh, and, and, you know, that's what I, listen, I've seen so many miracles in my, in, in the ministry that we've been able to do. Lord's allowed us to do over the years. I've seen people healed. I, I, I'm still hearing stories of people that are being healed from cancer, you know, miracles, amazing miracles. I was just talking about a story today. You know, there was one time in my life where I actually wanted to give up. I was very depressed and down. This was probably almost 20 years ago, but I was very, very down as the beginning stages of my walk with Christ. And, um, I remember I said, Lord, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to give up. And I was in my condo in L.A. I was just by myself. And I literally remember the radio came on. It came on. I don't know how this happened, but it just turned on right when I said, Lord, I'm going to give up. And the song, I, I've never heard the song again. I have no idea what song it was, but something about never give up, never give up, never give up. That's what the song was, friends. 
And I'm sitting there and I just start bawling. I'm, I'm just crying because I'm like, wow, God, you know, <laughs> how could that not be you? I mean, there's no way that could not. First of all, how did it turn on by itself? And second of all, the song that was on was telling me never to give up. You know, I can tell you story after story like that to build your faith. If you're feeling down, listen, I'm telling you, I'm a witness. The reason why I do what I do, the reason behind this all, I put up a little bit of my testimony the other day. I'm still working on the book. It's quite a, a big endeavor. But, the, you know, I put a, a portion of the testimony up. Many of you shared it. Thank you for reading it. Appreciate it. That's very humbling. And thank you for caring. And uh, and I'll tell you guys, I mean, we got to share our testimony. We got to remember what God's got us through to get us to where we are today. We have to remember that God is, is you know, all powerful. You know, he's almighty. He's holy. You know, the reason why I do what I do is because I truly believe this stuff. Listen, I wouldn't put my life on the line. I wouldn't give up my career and and money, you know, for, you know, all the different things that I enjoyed as a plush executive, you know, back in the day, you know, the travel budgets and the, you know, company American Express and all the great things that come with the perks of, a, of an executive job. I didn't give all that up just to, you know. Be, be be considered a conspiracy theorist and an outlaw and only, <laughs> so ridiculous as a pastor. Uh, but, but you know what, I'll gladly take those arrows because I know that I'm on the right side. I'm standing for the truth. And that's what this great awakening is, is that we have to stop caring so much. Now, of course, if it's a saint of God or a remnant warrior and they write me and maybe they're concerned about something, well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to care what they think because I, I care about you. And I'm sensitive. I'm going to be honest. I'm sensitive and I care about you. But if, if it's somebody in the world that's just attacking me or whatever, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down to that nonsense. I'm not gonna give up and and give in and cave. What would you know? How would I live with myself if I just caved? I don't understand how these people like Matt Drudge. How do you live with yourself, Matt Drudge? I mean, you just give up. You have the most influential website, more hits than any other news site in the world, and you what? You sell it and you sell your soul, and, and now you let them just on your name the Drudge Report. Imagine if that was like the Coconado Report and a bunch of deep state. You know, propagandists were putting out fake headlines all day on my name. How could I live? I don't care how beautiful of a home I got in some remote island somewhere and I'm just kicking back. I would not be able to live with myself. How could I live with myself? And so I'm not going to be one of those people that caves. And I'm not going to be one of these people that, you know, just gives up my faith and and, and falls into some stupid sin. That's not going to happen because why? I just, you know what? I'm not saying I'm perfect. But I've seen a lot of these pastors do some really stupid stuff over the years. Like, come on, aren't you thinking? You know, I mean, and of course, we have to have mercy, too. And we have to be able to um, restore people. We can't just, like, count them out if they've fell. But what I'm saying is that we got to be more wise, guys. You know, all this stuff that's been going on for so long, like I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, where churches just for years, I don't know what, we, we were in a fog. I mean, literally, they were buying fog machines. <laughs> Spending thousands of dollars. I remember sitting on in, in, in churches that I worked with in my younger years in the ministry and I'm not even kidding they were spending all this money on these screens and the and when you see the amount of money it's like forty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars sometimes more I mean you know don't get me wrong you gotta have a good sound system I get it there's warfare in the sound room trust me <laughs> those of you that run a church you know you got a lot of warfare with the sound people it's a really important job but the thing is, is that do we really need to spend this amount of money in these massive I mean come on when there's people that are right outside that are hungry so we have to we have to allocate and steward the money that God's given us in an appropriate manner. And these are all things that we should fear the Lord, not not in a mean way. I don't fear the Lord because he's, he's scary. I fear the Lord because I honor him and he's holy. And these are the types of conversations. These are the things that we got. We just got to stop, guys. 
Okay, it, it, you know, this is what got America to where we are. And we have to we have to do like a postmortem and, and look back here and just say, and we're not dead. So I guess the postmortem is the wrong choice of words. But when I was in, uh, you know, in the executive world, like I was saying earlier, we would have certain things that we would do, like say we had a big sale or something like that. And we would call it a postmortem. So let's just call it a recap because postmortem, somebody will write me a letter and say, well, we're not dead. Don't call it postmortem. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Don't write the letter. I got gotcha. you. But here's the thing. We got to do, a, a, you know, maybe a recap or an evaluation or whatever and say, what do we get right and what do we get wrong? in the last 20, 30 years of the church? And what can we do better? And clearly we can do better in certain areas like getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered and allocating them the money that people donate to us correctly and stewarding that in a way that really does uh, affect salvations and souls and wakes people up. And, you know, this is a whole, it's like a renaissance period. I'll be honest, because so many people are waking up it's like a renaissance. We have an opportunity here to get things right. We have an opp- The Bible says that the Lord comes back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. We have an opportunity to get this right, but we've got to get through all the nonsense and say, yeah, that's probably not wise. Maybe we don't need to buy a new smoke machine. I, if people can't worship because there's not a smoke machine, okay, then there's, we're not teaching them what worship is. These are just no-brainers. These are just easy things that we need to say. So anyways, I think, you know... <laughs> Great awakening means that more pe- people that are coming out of darkness, that have been in darkness, that are coming out of darkness, and they're waking up, and they're seeing like, okay, what's really going on here? There's a cabal. Yes, it's real. You know, there, there's Satanists and, and, and child sex traffickers. No, that's not conspiracy. No, it's not some QAnon nonsense or whatever they're trying to say it is. No, they really are real. There's really people that are doing satanic things in high positions. I know for a fact because I used to be in Hollywood. Okay, and these so these are just the reasons why God is raising up people like myself and others, maybe you, in this hour, because we're exposing this stuff. Because hey, we've been there and we saw it firsthand. Don't tell me it's fake. Okay, so how do we get rid of this 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 sin and all this stuff that we've allowed in our country? It's it's waking people up, talking about it. No, you're not crazy if you do research. No, you're not crazy if you read their own websites and it literally says it on their own websites. You're a researcher. Thank you. God bless you. So anyways, good stuff, guys. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the program today. This is Great Awakening Week. Uh, I mentioned we got some guests coming up later in the week. Every single day we do the the podcast. Uh, If there's something that you want me to talk about, write me, todd.cocconato, todd.cocconato at rlcus.org. That's Religious Liberty Coalition, us.org, rlcus.org. And I would be glad to hear your feedback and what I can talk about that maybe we haven't covered. But the the key is, and I hope that in these conversations that we have, you, like myself, are growing deeper in your faith journey and in your walk. And you're seeing the world for what it is, which is a spiritual battle between light versus darkness. And we are meant to be the salt and the light and stand for righteousness. Put on the full armor of God. And that's what we're doing. So I love you guys. I bless you. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for tuning into the show. And we'll talk soon.